0: Seven minutes after the hour. Glad to have you with us. It is Frosterbuns Friday. We've been talking about the border. Brian sent me a message. Uh, I'm all for immigration and immigration reform, but there are a lot of unintended consequences. Uh, with unlimited uh, immigrants coming in, younger adults are already facing a housing crisis. Well, that's not the immigrants' fault. Not by any means. That's the government's fault. The government did that. Adding tens of millions of immigrants makes the problem worse. How? How does it make it worse? The drain on the infrastructure is the same. Sewers, electricity, utilities. Yeah, I am sure there are cities and states all over the place complaining and hollering about the uh, the strain on the on the sewer system. I'm all for fixing problems and letting them in. Uh, we have to take care of the United States citizens first. And yes, Gary, my citizenship, the Republic of the Government gives us the right to make these decisions. The Constitution, do you believe in it? Because if you do, know that the Founding Fathers put no limit, none on immigration. Two, at the end of the Civil War, number of the percentage of immigrants to population was greater than, than it is right now, and we survived. There is no full mark. Uh, the, the solution to this problem is to get the government to stop giving away taxpayer dollars to underwrite the existence of these people, get rid of the drug war so that we're all safer, and the next thing you know it, the only people coming in are those who want to work. And by the same token, let's get rid of the the, the uh, Federal Reserve driving up interest rates and Trying to control the market, if if you could, if one person or one group of people could control the market for 300 million people, and do it accurately, that'd be great. But they can't. Let the marketplace decide what interest rates are. Where? Uh, let's see, uh, Gary, the gentleman was right. It's common knowledge that Trump was doing DNA testing at the border on men with young kids. Found that 30 percent were not related. That stopped a lot of child trafficking, but Biden stopped that. I wasn't aware that he was doing DNA testing. I don't know what the cost of that is, but this problem all but disappears if you you know if we do what I said. It, it just it evaporates. In the meantime, as I pointed out, so that people don't forget, I am also arguing that as long as we have this welfare state, we can't. We can't fix the border. We can't do what I'm saying and fix the problem. Uh, just had to turn your show off. You're spewing nonsense about the current immigrant crisis. The statistics you are referring to are from past immigrants. You obviously aren't paying attention to who is now coming. Well, many of the recent migrants... Yeah, what do you people... You see, they're listening, but they're not paying attention. You cannot have a welfare state, and an open border. There are things we have to do. We have to reverse the size of the federal government. We have to control these state and local governments in order for this to work. And my statistics are not old statistics. They are current statistics. Do your homework and look it up. Uh, Brandon, uh, it's one of the dumbest thoughts I have ever heard. What is uh stop kids for climate change I, I don't I don't even have time for this. let me go to the phones uh Sharon is on the line, oh roll cards, oh God, roll cards, Sharon, welcome, how are you? Uh, excuse my voice, I have a cold
1: I just wanted to make a comment about the the roll cards because starting uh next week, you know is when the program actually starts, but about two and a half weeks ago they delivered. In my neighborhood, and uh, on top of the roll cart, there's a big white sticker that has instructions. And with each roll cart, there was a plastic bag that had a couple of brochures and it defining all the rules and regulations. And the main one is to not overfill it, you know, where the lids stays spot or the truck can't pick it up. Well, in my neighborhood, there's people that started stuffing them and leaving them sit out. They've been sitting on the street now for two and a half weeks, they're overfilled. Anything that's been sitting aside that this city would take that started uh, Monday, that's all gonna change. And I heard on the news that if people don't abide by these rules, that there will be fines and maybe even jail time. And I thought, well, that's ridiculous. But after me putting up with this in my neighborhood for two and a half weeks, something's gonna have to be done because the program hasn't even started and people are abusing the rules. Well, I mean, it's just ridiculous because there's so many brochures telling exactly, you know, don't sit bags on top of it, don't overstuff them, the lid has to be down, and and they are just have been sitting there for two and a half weeks overstuffed. Maybe, you know, that's nothing to get upset about. It's a minor thing, consider what's going on in the world, but I think there's going to be some serious with
0: this system unless people abide by the rules. Write him a ticket? I don't know. The best solution would have been uh, to have uh, the private marketplace handle refuse. Yeah, uh, It would have been much better. But I don't have a problem with the roll carts. I have them where I live. Uh, and if you leave the roll carts out for too long, they send you a nasty gram and say they're going to send you a bill, a fine. Uh, everybody... Pretty much handles it. Uh, if you've got more garbage than uh, one roll cart can handle, you get another roll cart. Uh, right. I'm for them. I,
1: you know, I'm. I think I'm going to like it. And I'm just saying it. It might depend on the neighborhood that you live in. Too. Maybe other neighborhoods aren't having this problem. I live off of Clark Lane, Northeast, and it's a serious problem already. And it's like say the program hasn't even been implemented yet.
0: All right. Sharon, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, Dave on the border. Here we go. Good morning. Hey, Dave. Um, When's enough
2: going to be enough on this? People argue back and forth. We are not taking care of our veterans or our homeless people here. But, yeah, we're housing, giving all these illegals free stuff, and they're just pouring in. They're not just coming in. They're pouring in and the true number is probably around 13 million. It's not eight, because Dr. Phil went down there, the border here about a month ago, and they're telling him it's really around 13 million people and there's no room for them. We need to shut the border completely down. I don't believe in just shut it down for a while. so we figure out what we have, who's came in, and what we're going to do? I mean, it's just way too much.
0: I don't know what to tell you. I'm I'm tired of the topic. Uh, I know the logic. I know the economics. I know the, the crime statistics, and I know that we are better off letting these people in. But we have to get rid of this the welfare state. You cannot you cannot supplement their existence because you now bring in, as you pointed out, uh, people that don't necessarily want to work. They just want to take advantage. Yeah, uh, we spent.
2: They're saying we spent in the last last three and a half years, like $465 billion on these people coming in. Who's
0: paying for all this? Where's it coming from? Well, we gave the government the power to tax us and to redistribute wealth. We gave them the power to make this a problem.
2: Well, they better fix it because we're not going to recognize America.
0: You don't think the Republicans are going to actually stop this, do you?
2: I hope Trump gets elected, and he says he's going to deport a lot of this. He's going to get rid of a lot of them. Deport them. We can't I keep this I guarantee
0: up. you this will continue to be a problem. You may be well, able to slow it down a bit, but it will continue to be a problem.
2: Well, slow it down to a, a walk almost. This is just out of control, but that's the only right. I got
0: all right, Dave, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Brian, am I up against the clock yet here? Uh, we're fine for now. Uh, you know what? Because I got, no, let's, let's take a quick break and then I'll come back. Uh, 874-9390, toll free 800-529-5572. Uh, and you can also go to GaryNolan.com. We'll uh, get your messages there. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network, 20 minutes after 10 o'clock. So I'm getting this, uh, this nonsense about, uh, no, 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 I'm wrong about crime. Uh, from University of uh, Wisconsin, uh, let's see, crime rates among undocumented immigrants are just a fraction of those of their U.S.-born neighbors, according to a first-of-its-kind analysis of Texas arrest and conviction records. Compared to undocumented immigrants, U.S. citizens twice as likely to be arrested for violent felonies in Texas— from 2012 to 2018, two and a half times more likely to be arrested for felony drug crimes, uh, over four times more likely to be arrested for felony property, uh, t- according to, uh, to a study published at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, uh, with, uh, new access to Texas computerized criminal history data for more than 1.8 million arrests over six years, uh, co-authors. Uh, uh, whose names are, I guess, not all that important, um, were able to directly calculate the rates at which U.S.-born citizens, legal immigrants, and undocumented immigrants were arrested for a range of felony offenses. Previous studies, including others published by Light, have drawn similar, though less direct conclusions. These studies were limited to comparing crime rate trends to immigration trends because records matching crimes to the immigration status of perpetrators weren't available. It's like asking if crime rates rise when unemployment goes up. It's not the same th- same as asking if unemployed people commit more crimes. One of the reasons Texas keeps such fine-grained records on offenders is the federal government's Secure Communities Program, which mandates sharing information on immigration status and is pitched as a way to deport criminals before they can commit more crimes. The evidence is irrefutable. All right, let me uh, let me go on. It's Frost Your Buns Friday. Rose is on the line. Rose, good morning.
3: Yeah, it's Ross. Ross, I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> okay. Ross.
3: This this shooting that happened up there at Independence there yesterday. That's like. Well, I'm not going to say how many houses from my son, but I can count them on one hand. And why do these cops, and I, and I bless them for doing what they do, but when you go to a house to give eviction papers, why do they not go prepared? Because you, you got to take and uh, assume that this these people are not going to be happy about this. So I don't understand why they went not halfway prepared you know you don't go bird hunting without a bird dog you know you got to be prepared in case things do go south i i don't understand you know I'm sorry for these two guys that got killed it, it's really it's a horrific thing but when you go to a person's house to tell them that you got to get out because your house was sold you have to assume that they're probably not going to be happy why, did, why was there not some backup system there well, for these Well, probably, people? and
0: don't get me wrong, and my sympathies go out to the families of those uh, slain officers. I, I am so sad for that. However, don't forget that millions of times a year, I am sure it's in the millions, eviction notices are served and nobody gets shot at.
4: Sure. so sad for that. However,
0: it's... True. So I, I can see where they might assume this will be uh well, we have to serve this and then we'll go home.
3: Uh, you know, I do know that, uh, you know, a lot of these cops, you know, like that guy that started shooting back, there should have been no question there. You know, if he shoots a cop, they just need to shoot him. Be done with it. If you're shooting me, I'm going to shoot you. Why Why do they just not take him out? But, you know, I don't know all the circumstances there, but. You know, a lot of these cops they don't they can't do what they're supposed to do because of the effects of what's going to happen later on. You know, do we know the race?
0: At do you uh-huh. know the race of the shooter?
3: He was a white guy, sixty nine year old white guy. Well, you know, so you know you you can't point the race finger, but uh, you know, a lot of these cops, you know, even even a, a deal like this. They are so restricted as to being able to do what they need to do because of the ramification of what could happen later.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know if they were wearing vests. I don't know what he was shooting. I'm aware that there was a shooting.
3: We don't, you know, we don't know. I know that I'm sure that you know, the cops are probably wearing armor, you know. But yeah, but a, you, you can be
0: out. wearing you can be wearing a Kevlon vest. Uh, and somebody shoots uh, an AR-15 at you, uh, and it's not going to do you a lot of good. Well, you know, you could have shot him with a shotgun, you know. You know then you're going to
3: yeah,
0: get... Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Don't. I don't know. Here's what I do know, yeah. is that I regret that they lost their lives. I think these are some very brave men and women that do this for a living. I think that normally this goes off pretty peacefully. No. Uh, and, and and I'm not going to you know cast aspersions at anybody. I, I just think it's a tragedy and it happens. Ross, I got to run, buddy. Thank you for the call. Uh, let's get Rick on the line. Good morning, Rick. Hey, good morning. You were talking about uh, crimes uh, not too long ago, before
4: uh, just just a little bit ago. Um, I think the biggest crime out there is the fact that
3: you can't eat meat on Fridays during Lent. <laughs>
0: Why see, do see what I he did not there? learn to ignore Rick when he calls? I mean, it happens every year. You, I'm having every a Biden year, moment. Every. Otherwise, you'd never get through to do this to me, Rick.
5: Well, you're you're an equal opportunity annoyer,
4: and I, I like to I like to annoy people sometimes too. So you got to spread the wealth, I guess.
0: Thank you, Rick. I I wish you early transmission failure at rush hour this afternoon. How about great? Have a great weekend, Gary. Okay, Rick. Thank you. Damn. Why don't I remember not to take a Rick call? Uh, Bob on the price of gasoline. Good morning. Good morning. I've got
4: something that's been burning my butt for over 60 years. How come the gas stations can get away with charging nine-tenths of a cent towards each gallon of gas? So if I put an exact gallon in my car and go in with $3 to the cashier, they should legally give
2: me back
0: a tenth of a cent. When's the last time you put exactly one gallon in your car? Uh, Well, (laughs) it's just
4: the principle of it, okay? It's like they should... I I go buy a gallon of milk, they don't tack on nine-tenths of a cent and all these (laughs) other... Or, you know, places, fast food, you name it. Does anybody, your millions of listeners, any of them know why they started that, and how
0: come it's still in effect when we don't deal with that? Well, my guess is they that it's this is an old advertising ploy. When you buy something for nine ninety nine, it's not ten dollars in your mind; it's nine dollars and change. Right. And I think when you're talking about something that sells by the penny. Uh, then you come up with, uh, you know, nine tenths, so that it's, you know, not rounded up in your mind. Better well, deal. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. It's it's probably uh, probably not quite fair, uh, but in terms of the world, <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> All right, Pop. I agree. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, buddy. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. It is a valid point, though, Brian. They do that. They, yeah, they I know they do. Something in nine tenths of a cent. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Rarely do you. uh... Like, you know what? Maybe if you've got a lawnmower, <laughs> you go to fill the gas can. Do, now, do you use a gasoline-powered lawnmower? I do. Yes. You haven't you haven't switched to battery I power have yet? Not, huh? No. No. Huh. Huh. So you're causing global warming. I am. Uh huh. And proud of it too. God. Did <laughs> you realize that we're having this this early spring? And it's because you mowed the lawn with a gas. Well, I haven't mowed it yet. But, but you I normally, did last year a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah, well now we're feeling the effects of your I know, lawnmower. And I apologize for that, but Yeah, you don't sound sincere. It. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe I should thank you. Uh, because it's certainly better than having uh, 25 degrees and snow. Yeah, that's true. But I won't do that because, well, I don't have to. 874-9390, toll free, 800-529-5572. It is Froster Buns Friday, uh, and uh, we have um, a whole bunch of stuff here to get to. Scientists claims uh, with a smoking gun evidence that COVID-19 was intentionally created by researchers in a Chinese lab. Gee, tell us something we don't already know. When did this happen? Yeah, who'd have thunk it? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, the Insider's Guide to the McConnell Succession Rate. Mitch McConnell is uh, stepping down from leadership. Uh, coincidentally, he's not stepping down from the Senate. At least as I understand it. I thought I read yesterday he's just... Stepping down from leadership, he'll stay in the Senate for a while. And uh, Catherine Herridge, contempt of court. We got a ton of stuff to get to on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. It is ten thirty-five. I just sent uh, Brandon a bunch of information about crime and illegal immigration and hopefully that uh, gives them something to chew on rick is on from hallsville good morning
5: good morning gary you know uh, i was in los angeles in the early 70s when it was 2 million people that was too many people and now of course it's like 9 million um the east coast 130 million people from boston to the florida keys everywhere you go there people um that's, yeah, that's going to cut us. So, uh, so wait a minute, how do you mean, what was your barometer for too many people? Well, you couldn't turn around without somebody running into you on the street. Uh, it was just uh, the same thing everywhere. But, you know, uh, China now has been so that's your years. That's your barometer for
0: too many people because you were apparently on the sidewalk and there were lots and lots of people.
5: Well, I don't want to live where you can't get around easily. Uh, uh, When there's a wreck on I-70, it turns into a nightmare of snarled traffic. That's what Los Angeles is every minute of the day. So don't live in Los Angeles. I don't and won't. I I was only there because of... Then that's the free market resolving
0: your problem about a crowded community.
5: The city of Columbia cannot take care of what they got now, let alone continuing to grow. Uh, You know, and like I was saying, China is overpopulated, and they have massive problems because of overpopulation. We cannot have that here. China has massive
0: problem. China has a massive problem because they're a communist country. Columbia, you argue can't handle the people it's got. That's because we have a socialist city council and mayor. That's it is right. the government that is your enemy. It's not people. And would you put a border up around the city of Columbia and say no more people? Uh, no, I'd put a border up to keep them in. Though I, I don't think that that works either. You want to <laughs> you want
5: to fence them in? I thought you said it was too crowded. Remember, I'm at Hallsville. I'm out on the gravel roads where there's no people, and it's peaceful. So don't go to Columbia and avoid the, the crowd. But we're going to have generations later who are going to pay for this overpopulation. that the there government. There is no
0: overpopulation, Rick. Oh, my. There's no, what,
5: do you believe in the, the population explosion? Is, are you telling me you buy into that? I buy into that we have enough people. we got to put the ones that won't work to work. Well, then quit underwriting them
0: with taxpayer dollars so the only way they can exist is through charity or work, and they'll go to work. The problem isn't the people coming here. The problem is the government supporting them.
5: Yeah, well, we we are ganging together, we who believe that uh, you need to pay your own way, work yourself through your problems. So if you're working toward to that end, uh,
0: which political party is going to eliminate welfare?
5: Uh, it's only the libertarians. Yeah? So I guess that's the way you're going to vote? I probably am going to have to go with Donald Trump. The rest of them I don't have uh, any care for.
0: <laughs> All right. There's Little cognitive dissonance in the answer, but okay, Rick. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, who's going to fix it? Well, only the libertarians. Who are you going to vote for? The Republicans. Oh, please. All right. Uh, this uh, this story I found uh, rather uh, irritating. And, and by the way, Brian, remember yesterday you said, "Well, what does the government? You know, what regulations do they? You know, what do they do well?" Yes. Did Don't you they regulate our- something? Well, they regulate our industry, don't they? Uh, they do. Uh-huh. If, if they didn't regulate our industry... <laughs> well, l- literally, we wouldn't have a job. That is true, yeah. Because anybody could turn up radio interference and blot out our stations. So, is that a good thing? Well, I suppose that uh, some, some entity be it government or a private company, could do the same thing. How could a private company... Can you own... Regulate the airwaves? Well, the only people who could regulate the airwaves would be the government, no? Well, as it is now, yes. Because they won't allow people to say, hey, I, I don't need you. <laughs> well, well, let's let's think about this. If If the government doesn't regulate the frequencies... Then the police band gets interrupted by people who want to use their shortwave radio or whatever, right? Uh, so you have to have the government regulate those bands, no? Those well, are you saying that a private company couldn't do what the government is currently doing as far as making sure that people are staying within their frequency and well, that the would mean signals are, you know, being shut down by. But that would mean that a private company owns the airwaves. Yeah. How how could they own the airwaves? The government can say, you can use this frequency to that frequency for cell phones. This is for emergencies like fire and police. This is for broadcasting radio. That's for television. Mm-hmm. But the private marketplace can't just out of whole cloth say, we're going to set up a... Uh, a a big antenna and broadcast on uh, 93.9 uh FM <laughs> and nobody else can do that right i I, I know what you're saying cuz they they wouldn't have the right to the right to do that so maybe our, our whole existence maybe i'm being an incredible hypocrite cuz my existence is Relying on the federal government's regulation of the airwaves, but if oh, the I'm... FCC did not exist, are you saying a private company couldn't do the same thing the government how... is currently doing? How could they? Well, how how does the government do what they do? The By government threatening people. Yes. So a private mo- uh, company couldn't threaten people in the same way. That government does. If, if the if the government doesn't assign the frequency to a license holder, then anybody can use it. Yeah. Let's say that uh, a private company controlled the airwaves, like an FCC, and there was a pirate signal. That how could was out they control? Wait, how could they control the airwaves? Who gave them the authority to control the airwaves? I'm saying that if the government didn't have control over the airwaves, then it would be, you know, open, right? Yeah, everybody could broadcast. Well, let's say you let's say that you made a huge investment and you bought a radio station uh, that operates at the frequency that we're on right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, You're, you've made this investment in in a broadcast equipment. You got the uh, the towers and all of that stuff. And I come along and say, "Well, I want to broadcast on that frequency too." <laughs> Where do you have the authority to stop me from doing it? Well, I mean, uh, you would have to go out and um, make a stop and find out where that frequency is broadcasting. No, I wouldn't. i just have to say, this is where I want to broadcast. Well, by what, my good, equipment. what good would it do for him to be broadcasting on the same frequency as you? Nobody would hear him. You'd well, be uh, My neighbors would hear me. Yeah. They, they, would, they would hear me through the bleeding through their phones, their TV <laughs> sets, and everything else. But I could do it, and you couldn't stop me. Right, I could wipe your oh, your I'd sh- stop you i I'd stop you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, I think he just threatened me, <laughs> so the government regulates it because well, it's otherwise unregulatable. well, I mean, you could make the same argument about the Federal Aviation Administration. I think we had a discussion many years ago about uh how. I thought the government did a pretty good job, based on the fact that we have very few accidents in the air, and I think you are arguing that a private company could do j- j- the same thing, which I can't yeah, agree that's with. Because, now. that's because the private company owns the airplane. I own the airplane. Oh, well, what if someone else decided? Well, I want to take that that airspace. I want to drive in this the same. <laughs> now we're having the... Well, in, in that case, you've got a, a mid-air collision, and I don't think anybody wants that. Right. Neither side. But I can broadcast over your airwaves, and nobody there's... gets hurt. No, they just... don't get hurt, but there's a hell of a collision that nobody can hear. Oh, man, this uh, is y- funny. You know, so if I, <laughs> if I turn up the wattage on my radio station, I could burn right over you. <laughs> Uh, now we're going to have to get engineering in here. All right, listen, we're up against the clock. We got to take a quick break. Uh, social Security system is headed for insolvency, writes the Wall Street Journal, because it's restricted itself to investing exclusively in unmarketable U.S. federal debt. Well, there is a solution, they say. We'll share it with you next on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It's 1051, on Frost Your Buns Friday. I don't know how I got... uh, This is attention deficit disorder. That's how we got to the conversation about regulating the airwaves. Uh, But that's not the reason I brought it up, Brian. It's because the Federal Communications Commission is demanding racial-slash-gender staff demographics. That means that Zimmer Radio apparently would have to send to the federal government, to the FCC, uh, you know, Hispanics, blacks women, men, all that data for their consumption, uh, which I find somewhat troubling. This seems a little odd. The left-dominated Federal Communications Commission is demanding that licensed broadcasters provide commissars, and that's with quotes, uh, with detailed information Uh, about the woke or or not uh, composition of their office staffs. Even if one overlooks the blindingly obvious breach, writes the uh, Media Research Center, of the First Amendment and the constitutionality of enumerated powers that the FCC represents, the new order embracing inclusivity runs counter to the very raison d'etre of the FCC itself. For those of you who don't speak French, that is the reason to exist. For, of course, the FCC is a tax-funded bureaucracy that has as its reason for existence the political call to exclude and block people from being able to broadcast. And many of its current members and their political ilk would like overtly to expand that domineering censorship paradigm to online content we try to share with one another they've ordered every broadcaster to start posting race and gender scorecard that breaks down the demographics of their workforce. So if, for instance, some group get upset, maybe, maybe the transgenders that are getting special treatment um, in um, Colombia, uh, they get upset that we don't have enough transgenders working at the station, they can come down here and start protesting. Are you allowed to ask that question now upon hiring? Um, I, are you a transgender? <laughs> I mean, can you imagine the outrage if you ask that question? Well, I, I don't know. I don't understand why they need the information. I don't understand how they think it's legal to demand the information. But if there is a problem... With the government regulating the airwaves, it is that they might have the power to take someone's license if they don't do as they're told. So, Brian, you be out in a heartbeat. You're just a white guy. I might be able to rely on my uh, great-grandmother being a... That's true. Your Indian heritage. An Indian, Yeah. Uh, But you know what, Brian? Here's how you can save yourself because I really care about you. I turn you in, though, say he's just an Elizabeth Warren Indian. He's only like 0.09%. You know, and I was just about to save you by telling you you could identify as a woman (laughs) and your job would be safe. That's true. I'm trying to be nice to you and you're trying to get me thrown off the air. Hey, it's okay. I identify oh, as a woman. Uh, Where'd that come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Delete that, please. <laughs> take it out of context. You've already done that once. Let me go to the phones here. Joe is on the line. Good morning, Joe. It's Froster Bunch Friday. What's up?
6: Well, very interesting time on hold, but I've got a couple of questions to ask about this fertilized egg brew, ha-ha. Yeah, Well, like a good engineer, I also have an answer to the problem. But here are the first two questions. First of all, if you have a fertilized egg in a freezer, and uh, we've already used one of them, and we have several others. We can't destroy them. We can't donate them for research. Uh, I'm so ugly that nobody really wants to use the eggs. If I just leave them in the freezer, eventually, is someone going to grab me for child neglect?
0: Uh, not, no, your your obligation is to keep them cold. As long yeah, as, as long that, as you leave the freezer on, you're good. Now, you, you unplug what? the freezer and uh, <laughs>
6: you got That's a problem. Right. Yeah, then they're dead. My second question is, well, what if I'm not so ugly and some prospective parents want to go ahead and take those eggs for themselves? When the eggs become a walking, talking human being, that child directly related to the biological mother and father, they have some legal attachment to those biological parents, like an inheritance or something like
1: that? I don't. Uh, I don't
6: think so. <laughs> and my fix: just take one egg at a time, fertilize it, be sure it's viable, and plant it. If it takes, fine. If it doesn't, get another egg. Don't take fifteen eggs at a time. Well, but of course
0: that does it. Take it doesn't make anybody eggs.
6: any money, does it?
0: You could take all the eggs you want. You just can't fertilize them on uh, mass. You have to do them one at a time. And that solution that you came up with, a listener came up with the day we first had this argue, this discussion. And I think it's a damn smart idea. Uh, how long will
6: how long will frozen eggs that aren't fertilized uh, last? Does anybody have any idea?
0: I have no idea. Oh, all right.
6: Well, I just thought I'd jump in. Also, I'm going to tear up my Antipa membership card.
0: <laughs> well, well, good. <laughs> and, and, and based on and based on what I'm hearing from your neighbors, uh, there will not be a great deal of demand uh, for your genetic material.
3: Hey.
6: Have a a wonderful weekend.
0: (laughs) All right, Joe. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, Greg is on in Boonville. Hey, Greg, good morning.
4: Hey, how are you? I am well. Um, You know, you were talking about the uh, government, one the information on the numbers, I guess, uh, of gender and race in media or broadcasting or whatever. I think they've already sampled that in TV commercials. And that's why you don't see any more white people on TV commercials.
0: I see white people probably, on T V commercials they probably, they, all the time.
4: They, <laughs> the um the ratio is um absolutely upside down compared to probably what it was two or three years ago. Just just watch, pay attention. Uh very few and and um probably very few heterosexual couples either. So you know, they started they've already started there.
0: But you know, I don't I don't really care um if if somebody is advertising widgets and they want to use, uh, some racial minority, then I'm fine with that. Uh, it doesn't bother me if, one way or another. The, if they're the best at making widgets. Well, if they're the best at making widgets and they're advertising, they should, who, they do, what do I? The,
4: huh? They should have the. Oh, I agree. They should have the job. Okay. But I, I just don't know how it, how the ratio of, uh, uh, color turned upside down in two or three years. And uh, just... Does uh, it just, matter? I mean, some, if they're just some they're other Americans. Maybe in, but it's it's crazy
2: right now. No, I,
0: don't um, think it's and, cra- I, I disagree with you, Greg. I think they're just Americans.
2: Um,
4: well, <laughs> disagreement here. Now, I agree there. I, I hope uh, they're all Americans, but I don't know what happened to the, um, you know, the upside down in the race and gender on TV commercials. If you were a person that you were looking for a job uh, in that kind of business, uh, if you're white, you're probably not going to get
0: the job. Uh, I'm not sure. You're, You're breaking it down by race, and I think that's where your mistake is. Greg, thank you for the call. Quick break. We'll be back. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network.
2: This is The Gary Nolan Show.